Good afternoon, everyone. So good to see all of you here today. And thank you for those who are here present in the, and with me today in the studio here today. Thank you so much. The Lord has a special blessing for you, like we always say, and we know that the presence of the Lord is here. Open up your heart and hear what the Word of God is going to be saying to you. I'll be teaching a lesson. I'm not a, really a preacher. I'm a teacher. So I don't do like all the preachers do, but I, I like teaching. I like training people in, and uh, telling them what the Word, explaining the Word to the best of my knowledge as the Holy Spirit shows it to me. So I want you to open your Bibles and turn with me. Okay, have it ready, says I call out the scriptures. We're going to have several scriptures today for in our text, and I'll be referring to others as well. So if you like to write it down for your own personal study, you need to get your piece of paper or go on your computer or whatever, your laptop, and uh, write these things down. We're so glad to see what God is doing in our country. We're so glad to see and happy to see what God is doing in our church, and we know that God is going to do something special for you today. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be talking about the importance of righteousness. The importance of righteousness. For the last three weeks, we have talked about the importance of the Word, the importance of God as the I am, and the importance of being a child of God. Today, we will study the importance of being the righteousness of God. From the beginning of the Bible to the ending, you will see that Almighty God held himself in a standard of righteousness. From Israel until now, it has been important for the children of God to be righteous. All through the Old and New Testaments, you see his requirements of righteousness. What does the word righteousness mean? It means just the quality of being right. All of us like to be right, but sometimes we're not. We think we're right. But sometimes we're not, and that's why we need to go to the Word of God, and that's why we need to know Jesus as our Lord. It also mean, it means broadly, the Word suggests conformity to the revealed will for God in all respects. Say that again. The Word suggests, the Word righteousness suggests conformity to the revealed will for God in all respects. This Word is both judicial and gracious. God declares a believer righteous in the sense of acquitting him and imparting righteousness to him. Today, we're going to look at these text scriptures. I got about eight of them as text scriptures. So listen up and write down these scriptures if you like. Genesis 15, 6. That's Genesis, the 15th chapter, 6 verse. And he, talking about Abraham, believed in the Lord. And he, talking about God, accounted it to him for righteousness. Because he believed God, it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Now let's turn to Deuteronomy 6, and let's read 23 through 25. Deuteronomy 6, chapter 23 through 25. Then he brought us out from there. This is Moses talking. That he might bring us in to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is this day. Then it will be righteousness for us if we are careful to observe all these commandments before the Lord our God as he has commanded 
us. Hallelujah. Then Deuteronomy 7th chapter 6 verse. For you are a holy. Holy here means set apart. A holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you. Your, the Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself. A special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. Here, righteous people are special and chosen people. They are a treasure to the Lord. Righteousness means a whole lot to our God. We need to think about righteousness. And here's a famous scripture in Matthew 6.33. Matthew the 6th chapter 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And then the next scripture is 2 Corinthians, 5th chapter, 5, 21, the 21st verse. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. For he made him, talking about Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And then let's turn to Romans, 10th chapter. Romans, the 10th chapter, is going to tell us how we can become righteous. 10th chapter, verses 6 through 10. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss? That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you or nigh you, King James says. In your mouth and in your heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Hallelujah. Our next scripture is 1 John 2, 2nd chapter, 29th verse. If you know that he, speaking of Christ, is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of God. Our next scripture is 2 Timothy Fourth chapter, eighth verse. Finally, Paul is talking about himself here. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Isn't that wonderful to know that those of us who seek after righteousness, who walk after righteousness, righteousness and live after righteousness, we will receive a crown of righteousness when we get to heaven. Isn't that a wonderful thought? That we will be honored for following Jesus, for taking on his righteousness. Hallelujah. So we see from these scriptures that God requires righteousness. How do we receive a right standing with God? I want to say that again. How do we receive a right standing with God? Let's turn to Deuteronomy, the 10th chapter now. Verses 12 through 13, and then verse 16. And now, Israel, what does the Lord require? 
you, of you, but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you today for your good. Verse 16, therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be stiff-necked no longer. The Lord requires his believers to fear the Lord God, first of all. Honor him as God. Reverence him for his power. To walk in all his ways. Follow him. To love him. The Lord created man to have someone to love him. That's what he wants out of you, to just love him. He wants you to serve him with all your heart and soul. Your heart, your innermost being, your soul. You can consider your soul the spirit, or you can consider soul, the soulish part is your mind. And to keep his commandments and statutes. For Jesus to be righteous, he had to abide by these particular requirements. Because he came, became flesh and he was living under the Old Testament rules or righteousness. He had to keep these requirements just like those of that day had to. He then tells us to circumcise our hearts. Deuteronomy tells us to circumcise our hearts and be no more rebellious. Cutting away the rebellion is cutting away the uncommitted allegiance to his presence and his word. With allegiance, the heart will become pliable to the direction of God thus bringing on the quality of life that the Lord desires for his people. Micah 6, 8, we used to sing this song. He has shown you, old man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Then we would say, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, amen. <laughs> Did you know that there are benefits to rules? There are benefits to rules. No rules, no benefits or blessings. I believe that the Holy Spirit prompted Matthew to add righteousness to seeking the kingdom of God. Many want just to accept Jesus to be saved and to be part of his kingdom, which is okay, which is good. But that is not all that the Lord has for us. He gave us rules of righteousness to follow so he could bless our journey with him. You are on a journey to heaven, and he wants to bless that journey. But he says, you're going to have to follow after righteousness. The Old Testament writings were written as an example of what happens to people who obey the rules and what happens to those who disobey the rules. Those who obey the rules were blessed with a promised land, full of milk and honey, or you could say prosperity. These Old Testament believers in Almighty God were given righteous rules to live by. Those rules work today, but because of sin, they were difficult for men to live by at that time and difficult for the unbelievers today. But thanks be to God, our Father had a better plan for the New Testament believers to live by. It was a plan of salvation through the death and resurrection of his son, Jesus. 
All we have to do is confess and believe what Jesus did for us to bring forth that righteousness. It's just that simple. Just confess Jesus. Believe that he died for you and rose again from the dead. Believe that he's in heaven praying for you and he's building you a mansion. Believe on him and you can have this righteousness. He became sin for us, the scripture says, on, up, up for, sin for us on the cross that we might become the righteousness of God in him. It's not our righteousness. The scripture says our righteousness is as filthy rags. It's his righteousness we, put, we take upon ourselves. Well, can you understand that? It's his righteousness that we are to live by and we live in. <clears throat> or you could say he gave us the right to now live in a right standing with God. We now have a right standing with God. So we can follow his statutes and his precepts. Without our allegiance to Jesus, we can't live it by ourselves. It takes allegiance to Jesus Christ. It's possible today for us to be open to the blessings of God. But it's up to us to develop righteousness by reading the word of God, praying or communicating with God, and sitting under sound and godly preaching and teaching to learn obedience to the rules of blessings. That's what righteousness is, the rules of blessing. God wants to bless you. But you can't just live any old, old way. You might accept Jesus, but you just can't live any old way. The devil will eat you up and spit you out. You've got to live in righteousness. Allow Jesus' righteousness to take over your life. Thus, the Father will pour out blessings more than we can contain. The blessings will, at time, even overtake us. Have you ever had a blessing to overtake you? There's nothing like it. You were unaware of the blessing of God, and all of a sudden, he just pours it out on you. What a feeling. What a joy to be blessed by our God. It is the same way with seed time and harvest. We can be saved, but if, but if we want to prosper financially, we must follow the principles of planting our seed according to the word of God and by the direction of the Holy Spirit. Then our harvest blessings will come forth at the appointed season of harvest, just like in the natural world with planting and harvesting. There's a scripture in 2 Corinthians. I'll add this later because Pastor Thad put it on Facebook and I said, oh, that fits my message. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 10 says, Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Because you sow seed in righteousness are the rules of the word, your harvest will be increased. That's simply in my words of putting it. When you follow the rules of righteousness and the word of God, your harvest will be increased. Hallelujah. God will do it because he's a giver. He loves to give to his children. Hallelujah. And he wants us to be righteous. He wants us to be blessed more than we want to be blessed. Falling after righteousness develops, uh, develops us in the kingdom. Rebellious children can't succeed even though they are still our children. Maybe you've had a rebellious child at one time. They can't succeed when they're rebellious. It takes obedience for children to grow up and be somebody on the earth. Without Jesus, we are disobedient continually to the Father's righteousness. But because his righteousness is now in us, it gives us the right to blessings and successes, and one day we will stand, hallelujah, before Almighty God, representing his kingdom 
on this earth. Successful Christians see the importance of being righteous Christians. But until then, we are to seek after righteousness so that the benefits of the kingdom life will be manifested in us. Our Father just doesn't want us to be saved. He wants us to be blessed like Jesus was blessed and show forth the praises and the love of our God. He desires for us to be prosperous and have success so that others will see God's blessings and want to follow Jesus. You can seek God's kingdom through salvation and be saved, but it will take seeking righteousness to be blessed in the abundance of God. You can have a little or you can have it all. It's up to you. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that it's all up to us how we follow Jesus and how we are blessed. We can be saved and just get into heaven. But, Lord God, you have a plan for us to be blessed on this earth. Many people, oh God, they're saved people, but they're being beat up by the devil. They may be sick. It says, Apostle Paul says, when you take communion unworthy, some of them are even dead because they did not live in that righteousness that God has for us. It's so important for us, oh God, to be righteous, to seek after righteous, to be like you in the best way we can. And when we seek, oh God, we shall find, the word says. If we ask it, it shall be given to us. If we knock, it shall be opened to us. But we have to seek after, we have to go after your blessings, O God. We have to seek after you, O God, and your righteousness. And we thank you, Lord, that through Jesus, as we seek Jesus daily, as we call upon him and pray, as we love on you, dear Father, daily, righteousness is poured out more and more upon us, O God, as we surrender ourselves to you. And the blessings of Almighty God just pour out upon us. We thank you, Lord. We praise you for this message. I want people to understand what righteousness is all about. I want them to understand that God wants to bless them, but they got to have to seek after righteousness. It's, just, it's, it's not just getting into the kingdom. It's not just making it to heaven. It's living on this earth to please our Father, to bring others to Jesus Christ, to live a prosperous life, to live a holy life, to live a life without sin and sickness and disease. We can do that, Lord, as we seek after righteousness. And Lord God, I encourage everyone through this prayer to do so because God has a special place for us. He has a special blessing today for us. And Lord, as we seek you, we shall have it. We thank you, Lord. We praise you for it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Maybe you out there, you've never asked Jesus into your heart. Maybe you're not even saved. Today is your day to be saved. Just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Call upon him. Believe that he died for you and, and was raised from the grave. Believe that he's alive now. Ask him into your heart and he'll come in. Maybe righteousness has been your problem. Well, take time to get in the word. Take time to go to church. Sit under a godly preacher. ALM is a great church. We'd love to have you come and be with us. You'll hear the word uncompromised. It'll go straight to your heart. Hallelujah. But, but now call upon Jesus. Seek his righteousness. And watch him change your life. Your life may be going the wrong way. The devil could be eating you up and spitting you out. But today can be your day to change your life. Just to turn around. Turn away from sin. Say, Jesus, I don't want to be a sinner anymore. 
coming to my heart. I don't want to follow after unrighteousness. I don't want to follow after the world. I'm going to follow after Jesus. I'm going to follow after the word. And watch your life turn around. God has a plan for you, a purpose, a plan, and expectation. And it's full of blessings. It's full of prosperity. It's full of joy and peace. But it's up to you to go after that righteousness. Do it today. Do it today. And watch God do great things for you. He'll change your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.